welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is Season 3, Episode 18, The One with the Hypnosis Tape. I love this episode. It's such a funny... I always wondered how they pick which plot line they're going to name it after. Do the title. Yeah, make Because the title it's track. not always the most important, necessarily, or even the most memorable. Like... Yes. Like, I always... I finally know it now, but it took me so long to remember the one where they switch apartments in the game is either the one with the, it's the one with the embryos, but it has nothing to do with that. And I think of, that's the part of the episode that I really, really remember. Even though I guess at the greater plot line, Phoebe being pregnant is much more important or like life altering. But in the show, it gets so Mm -hmm. much less time. Yeah. Um, I wonder but if I always it's forget. because they don't know, like, you never know which parts can actually, like, hit it off with the audience more. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hmm. not sure. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but what I do know, let Chandler be smoking. Yeah. So this was the late 90s. Is this when you were allowed to smoke inside still? Oh, yeah. You could been, smoke right? inside until the early 2000s, a lot of places. Well, that was in Florida, right? I was thinking state by state was probably different. It was different. state by state, yeah. Well, so it was very early. I think I started working in restaurants in 2001 in Florida. And you mm-hmm. just, they had like just eliminated smoking in restaurants. Um, it was like by the end of that year. And so most restaurants had started to eliminate it. Oh, okay. But then I lived in Nashville in 2007 and worked in restaurants. And you could still smoke. In some restaurants. What? In 2007. Yeah. It's not like that that's, anymore, thankfully. That's crazy. That was not that long ago. I know. It's it's really not that long ago. And it was such a big jump. I actually think Florida was on the, the early side of that. Oh, well done, Florida. For once. Finally. So. <laughs> Doing um, something good. But yeah, I mean, 2007, it wasn't all the restaurants, <laughs> but it was a lot of them. So... Hmm. And now, basically, you can only smoke in bars that, like, don't serve food. They could serve, like, snack mix, and that's about it. Yeah, and even that, I feel like, is still, like, yeah. Pre- There's only it. one bar I can think of, which is <laughs> I know Santa's which Pub. <laughs> yeah. It's karaoke Santa's bar. Pub. It's in a double wide. It's always decorated for Christmas, and the guy who owns it actually looks like looks Santa. Looks like Santa. So if you're ever in Nashville, check it out. It's the best, but you will smell like smoke, so... Or something you oh, don't yeah. care about. Oh, and I think you have to bring cash, right? There's like Oh yeah, it's cash only because they buy all their beer at Costco and sell it to you. Oh. I'm pretty sure. That might be a rumor. I might be perpetuating rumors, but don't get them it's shut the truth down. as I know it. Oh yeah, don't shut Santa. Oh, if they shut Santa's down, this town would riot. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway, enough about smoking in my town. <laughs> uh Chandler is smoking. And I think this is the one in Central Park. And this is not the the last time we see smoking in Central Park. Um, Winona Ryder tries to smoke in Central Park. Oh, yeah. You pick a little boy across (laughs) the street. That'd be great. Um, Maybe she doesn't actually smoke in Central Park. She doesn't. She just gets them to buy her cigarettes. Yeah, you're right. Um, But yeah, Chandler smoking in Central Park. Rude. And Rachel is like taking the cigarettes out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. and she's like, you should do this hypnosis thing. Like, my friend at work did it. And, you know, she quit smoking in, like, 
an excellent amount of time. I can't really remember how long. Um, yeah, neither. And then Ross goes, <laughs> oh, geez. He just can't get on board with anything that's not science, I guess. I don't know. That is kind of his thing, isn't it? Yeah. His and shtick. the thing is, is like, here's the thing. I'm not saying that I'm like, oh, my gosh, you should go spend all this money on being hypnotized. It's like those people. Have you ever heard those things on the radio where it's like, come and be hypnotized, lose weight, stop smoking, whatever. I don't know that it's worth that. But sometimes I think the placebo effect is real enough that something like this could mm. work. Like you could convince yourself. The human mind is a very incredible thing. And I think I you really can convince yourself to do a lot of things. And sometimes I think you just need that push to think that it's something else doing it for you because you don't have the willpower to make that decision. Right. So um, definitely could I work, do want to ask you, though, do yeah. you believe in hypnosis? I myself have been hypnotized. <laughs> okay. I was actually – I was like, I bet you she's been hypnotized like on a cruise or something. No, it was at – it was in high school. Kim and I went to this um, – I don't even remember what it was for, but it was like at a different high school. It might have been a fundraiser or something. Okay. And I got hypnotized. You and Kim or just you? Just me. Okay. Talk us through this because I've, okay, so, I've seen it. I've never had it happen to me. I don't know yes. how I feel about it. So I want – like I'm not sure. So I want to hear. Okay. So let me start at the beginning by saying, if you don't want to be hypnotized, you will not be hypnotized. Like, they can't just wave a watch in front of you and make you be hypnotized. You have to be willing, like, to, like, let your mind go there. And they said that. They were like, if you don't want to be, it's not going to work. Like, So if you walk up there, like, try it. I bet yeah, you Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. The guy was very, like, upfront with that. He's like, if you come up here and try to prove me wrong, you will. Because it's almost more like they, like, get you to, like, meditate for a few minutes. Okay. And then they start to, like, talk you through. And that's when it happens. But if you're just dead set, like, arms crossed, you know, not listening and all you're thinking. Like, they talk you through. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember it being, like, almost like a guided meditation is, like, the best way I can describe it. Like, But I just feel like if you're up on stage in front of all of these people with like lights and sound and like how can you how can you like so quickly have like a trance-like meditation in front of an audience of hundreds of people yeah but I mean like once you get up there like they just kind of talk you through it I don't know I mean I can't I can't really describe it any better than the guided meditation. I guess you just kind of like have to allow it okay. to happen. I don't know. It's probably the best way I could say it. Um, but then they're like asking you to like think about something or describe something. And um, you focus on that for like several minutes. And um, then at some point, I don't remember, they did something and they kept referring to it. Like when I say this word or when I – clap or something I can't remember what ours was but like there was like a trigger that he kept weaving through the stories or the things he was telling us to think about and that's when we like quote unquote woke up so I remember going up there I remember the beginning of the meditation and then the next thing I know it was over and I didn't remember anything of the so you don't remember what he was saying to you or having you do or anything I remember kind of like part of the meditation part. And I thought that's what we were still in when I woke up. And they were like, okay, it's over. And we were all like, what? That didn't work. 
And everyone was like, no, it worked. You were up here doing X, Y, and Z. And we, all of the people that were on stage were like, we have no idea what you're talking about. Like no idea what you're talking about. People were coming up to me and like telling me these things. People I didn't know. Someone was like giving me their shoe. And I was like, please get your shoe out of my face. Why are you handing this to me? And Kim was like, yeah, you did this. You did that. What did you like, do? These were all these things that were happening. So we're in the car. Well, I'm just oh, going to oh, okay. this part first. We're in the car on the way home. And something she said, I was like, oh, my gosh, I was polka dancing. And it like all came flooding back like 20 minutes after we left. Weird. And I don't remember everything, but I do know that I thought my phone was a shoe. Uh. Sorry. I thought my shoe was a phone and I was like yelling and like I couldn't hear. Well, because it was a shoe. Um, And there was some sort of dance competition. I know Let the Body Sit the Floor was involved. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> just some Casual the extent of what I remember, machine. yes, just some casual, casual headbanging music. Um, that's all I remember now. I remembered more after it happened, but that was oh gosh, yeah, years ago, sixteen, seventeen years ago. Uh, yeah, it was junior or senior year. Uh, I know we were old enough to drive, but that's the best. So I bet it was. Did year. you? So okay, so. Did Kim tell you what you did and then it came or she didn't tell you and you just remembered? She told me some of the things, but I just had like no recollection. And then as soon as we were driving home, it like I remembered I remembered it. And not just because someone told me. And there me. wasn't like there wasn't anything where it was like the next time somebody clapped, like the next day you started polka dancing no. or something. Okay. No, 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 there was nothing like that. Um but yeah, that's that's so that's weird. So it totally happened to you. Yeah. How? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We should have had Kim on this episode. Yeah, to Kim, talk could about you it. let us know? Could you like? Do you have, <laughs> can you fill in the the blanks? You, <laughs> you probably remember more than I do. Oh my gosh! Thank goodness this is before smartphones. Honestly, would absolutely be I on the internet. I say that for our entire middle school and high schools. <laughs> and caught like early college. Yeah, thank you. There was no oh, smartphones geez. at the time. Oh, Had to print goodness. out those MapQuest directions. Oh, yeah. Get doubles in your photo prints <laughs> in case a friend oh, yeah. wanted one. Ashley's mom always used to double print doubles for me, which was oh. nice. It was our version of having <laughs> Thanks, snacks mom. for you. Um, okay. So, mm-hmm. so Renee says hypnosis works and she has been a party to it. I don't feel strongly either way. Like I don't, I'm like, I'm not like no way wouldn't work, but I'm also like, I just don't get it. But I feel like, like I'm, I believe you that you're saying that it did work for you and that you don't remember and whatever. So it's like, Mm -hmm. because I just don't think if it was fake and the people that were doing it were like, okay guys, we're going to totally pretend like it works. Like that's too many people to have to commit to the, the keeping their story straight. And that would just never work. Yes. Yes. Well, and one thing um, I remember, they they had a bunch of us up on stage at the same yeah. time that were like all being hypnotized as a group, and some people like were up there and like trying to, but it just didn't work. So he like had them go sit down. Really? Like, yeah. So it didn't like take for everybody, and he was like doing different things to like. Te- I don't know how. I don't remember, but hmm. like test that in some way before he like 
started really giving us commands. Um, I can kind yeah. of see like somebody getting hypnotized and then it kind of causing an existential crisis later, like being like, what does this mean? <laughs> Am I controllable? Da da da. Like, I guess mm-hmm. if anything, like on the positive side, it's cool to know that you can actually go to a place of deep meditation and yeah. mindfulness. Which which is shocking for me because I find meditation very difficult. Maybe you just needed to be guided by some random Maybe dude in a high school you know, gymnasium. Actually, that's true. I did I did a couple have you ever heard of the um yeah, of course. app? I feel like I feel like every human person on yeah, Instagram yeah. yeah, loves Headspace. Um I don't have it, but a girl I used to work with did. And like as like a group, we did a few guided meditations. And the first like five minutes, all I can do is like fidget and think about other things. Which makes me wonder how you were able to do it so deeply on stage. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Right. I don't know. And maybe it's not five minutes. Maybe it's only one minute, but it just feels so torturous for me to be sitting there doing nothing Mm. Um, that it feels long. I don't know. But like once I'm into it, then it's like. It is really nice. I just have to get over that hump of not wanting to be there, which I don't know why I don't want to be there. I would love like Friday mornings at work or something for them to do like a five minute guided meditation before the workday starts. Like, Mm -hmm. why don't they have something like that? Work life balance garbage. Maybe they do some places. Oh, yeah. Probably probably at Google. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Yeah, probably just. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I feel like I could talk my work into that. It's a really good idea. Like, or like just something every every Friday, some sort of like wellness thing to start. With. I just feel like mindfulness would be, or like meditation would be cool because then you just like feel more calm. And on Fridays, I always am like, oh, good, I'll be able to catch up on the stuff I didn't get to. And then like without fail, my Friday becomes like bananas, crazy busy. Every Friday this happens. Right. Because I just, there's stuff I don't get yes. to during the week and it needs to be done. And people are like, oh, let's, let's get, the, okay, now I can meet and chat about this. And it's just like everything always falls onto Friday. And they're always like, I always just come home stressed. I know. That would be, maybe you should, should, uh, should suggest okay. it. I don't want to be the one guiding it, say. but maybe I will see if there's someone that can guide it for us. Oh, I bet you could find something on YouTube. That's true. There is a wellness room. Yeah, Maybe sure I could just go turn of... on my phone in the wellness oh. room and have my own. It's like a, it's kind of like. Ashley. Well, okay. First of all, I'm not an employee. I'm a contractor. So I feel bad like going to lie down in the wellness room. And the other, so if it was like everybody, I wouldn't feel as bad. But also the wellness room is kind of like when you were sick at the nurse's office in high school and it was like a bed. Mm. It's not like a nice, I don't know what you might be thinking, but it's not, it's not like a nice like yoga room or like even that spacious. It's like a tiny little room with one single bed on one side and like a chair on the other side, like if you needed to pump maybe oh. or something. So it's not oh. tons of space. But, but there's I could, a bed. Yeah. Yeah. I could sit, nice. sit there and do some mindful meditation in the morning. Yeah. You know, we just have, so we have like, my office is kind of weird. We have three different suites that are not attached to each other. Okay. So it's like we have three different offices um, with like 15 people in each one. <laughs> it's very weird. So yeah, I have to like go outside and go upstairs and go into a different building essentially to like see some people mm-hmm. that I work with. Um, but anyway, that's where all the meeting rooms are is on the second floor. I'm on the first floor. And they just 
changed one of the meeting rooms to a like they call it the zen room and it's there for mindfulness and if you just like need a minute that's i haven't been in there yet see i feel like i don't know that anyone's ever actually used the wellness room in our office Mm -hmm. and like i think it's good that companies have those and are thinking about it but they also need to make sure they have the culture that supports it and that it's like you actually feel safe to go use it and it's not like oh, so-and-so was in the mindfulness room for 30 minutes. Like, get back to work. I'm not saying that your Mm. office would be like that, but I think a lot of offices are like, yeah, sure, we've got a yoga room or, you know, a Zen room or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but like I used to work at a place that would be like, yes, you guys, oh my gosh, like work-life balance. We need to get better. How can we do it? Like, Mm -hmm. make sure you're going to senior families. I left the office one day at 5.30 and the partner went and asked somebody else on my team, has she been pulling her weight? Because I noticed that she left before everyone else did. At 5.30? Uh-huh. Yep. And thank- oh. thankfully, the, gr- <laughs> the girl that he talked to was like, yes, yeah, she's actually just leaving to go to the gym and she's signing back on later tonight. Like, <laughs> we, she doesn't need to sit in the – like, we were just waiting for somebody to send us something. And I was like, yeah. okay, right, guys. Like, I need to go to the gym and get some dinner, like – do you want me to come back into the office? Do you want me to like, I'll just sign back on from home? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Sign in from home. Like, you know, when we get this through, I'll email it to you and then and then you can take it. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And so like, we were all good. But yeah, so so the same guy was one that was like, we really want everyone work-life balance. I'm going to start leaving the office at 3.30 and like make sure that everybody sees me leaving so they know they can too. But then it's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to leave at 5.30, which is after the time normally after that you're normal to. business hours and then he went behind my back and asked my coworkers if i was actually working hard so like that's so crappy oh it was the worst it was the worst place i've ever yeah. worked <laughs> that's so crappy yeah no my office really does support work-life balance um i left at 1 30 today to record this podcast oh nice like, did you oh cute yeah. <laughs> And Renee has an event coming up, so it's not like they're like, there's nothing to do. do. See you later. Yeah. And same thing. Like, I'll probably do a couple hours of work tonight just to make sure, more so for myself than for anybody else, like, just to make sure I actually, like, feel prepared and don't feel super behind. And today's Friday. So, like you said, Friday is always a lot busier than you think it's going to be. Yeah. but anyway, yeah. Oh, I can't imagine anybody talking. We also have something called Beer 30. I think I've talked about that. That's Thursdays, though. <laughs> okay. Well, we stop at 3.30 to have some beer. Renee works at like a fun creative agency. So most of yeah. us do not. Well, maybe a lot of you guys Start do. Startup life. I certainly don't. But anyway, yeah. um, so Chandler's a strong, confident woman who does not need to smoke. <laughs> he does not need to smoke. mindful. He is going to work on his mindfulness with his hypnosis tape. Can I ask you something um, while just, we're talking about Chandler? Yeah. And this is more so talking about Matthew Perry than Chandler. Uh, wouldn't you be so concerned if, because this is the start, really, of him. Was he already super skinny? Um, I don't think he was. I don't think he was super skinny like he is right now. Like this is like He's very noticeably. Skinny. This episode yeah. is like noticeably. I feel like he was a very normal body type for his like height and build yeah in the first season or so and this i would say is like a very skinny but i'm just saying we're in episode 18 so like it's midway through the season i can't remember if he was super skinny earlier in the season or not i actually think there i think there's a shift between these two seasons 
What do you mean? I think that's when like there is a big weight shift, like it's from the end of last season to the beginning of this one. I think he but has. We're not been in the beginning of a season. season. We're in episode. Oh, okay. So you're saying for all eighteen yeah. episodes, he's. Been I think really- he's been pretty skinny. Yeah. Okay. In, in the season three, I don't think it's been <sighs> gradual, but you notice it so much when he's in the towel. The towel, but also like even in the beginning when he's when she's like pulling cigarettes out of his mouth, it's like oh he's skinny, and then he's in like he is drowning in that overcoat. I know. And I then know. the towel for sure highlights it. But like, I guess I was just thinking like, if my coworker showed up, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's like if I'd actually say something or not. And they probably did talk to him about it, but man, yeah, I think that they all knew what was going on. Um. And I think tried – I think I've read stuff about that. Like, it wasn't a secret. Maybe it wasn't the very beginning. But, like, over the years, everyone knew what was going on. And I yeah. think tried to get him help. But he also – there's always been things said, like, he never showed up to work inebriated in any way. So. I was going to say. I remember him saying, like, I would show – like, he, he was saying, like, he's like, I just don't remember, like – huge swaths of that like he was I thought Mm -hmm. he said he was inebriated but it was never bad enough that he couldn't do his job um I don't remember now like like he didn't it wasn't like oh where's Matthew Perry like he would always show up on time he'd always you know get the shot and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but um yeah but I remember him saying he's my I guess it's also one of those things where like you can try to talk somebody to somebody but like if they're not ready to talk about it they're just going to be defensive or angry or whatever yeah I, I actually talked to a friend recently about something going on with them, and I kind of noticed something was up yeah. about a year and a half ago. But I didn't – I was like, this could also just be me, like, reading into something. I didn't really ha- – I don't know if evidence is the right word, but I didn't really feel like I had enough evidence to, like, say something without seeming really accusational and out of left field. Yeah. Um, And – I didn't end up saying anything because I didn't really notice anything else that I could, like, prove, you know? Um, And then they recently told me that they had been, like, going through something. And Mm. I felt terrible because I didn't say anything. And I, I went to them and I was like, I did notice. And I didn't say anything because I couldn't, I couldn't differentiate, like, what was real and what I was just like maybe reading because you know when you think you know something like if you think one thing sometimes you see it only through that lens yeah of course and I couldn't tell if like I was just reading into every single thing that they were doing but I said that I was like I should have said something and they were like honestly even if you did I wouldn't have heard you I wasn't there yeah yeah I was gonna say and it's it's one of those things where like you can come up to me and be like hey look maybe I'm crazy Maybe I'm totally right. wrong, but this is what I'm seeing. But like also some people, some people are like you have that relationship. Some people you don't. Some people right. do, like they do not want you to comment regardless, you know. And so mm-hmm. you never, there's no one, there's no one right answer. No, there isn't. And and I like I told her, I was like, I feel really guilty. And she's like, you can't because like I was, it was like my full-time job to hide this. Yeah. You also, know? you shouldn't because then now she's having to take on the weight of your guilt along with whatever right. she and, was well, doing. She, yeah, but she was like, I, you know, you should feel no guilt because there wasn't really anything you could have done. Even yeah. if you would have come to me, I wouldn't have listened, you know? Yeah, and, that's good that she's um, aware of that. And then hopefully totally. you, you didn't feel guilty from that point forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is such a, it's such a weird thing. Like when people are having struggles, like yeah. how to approach it as a good friend, you know? 
Well, I know. <sighs> um, but anyway, I remember hearing in the Backstreet Boys, if you know, just some more relevant content. Because I was just thinking, like <laughs> in ho- in this context of friends in Hollywood, like um, it's probably quite common for people to be struggling with. Mm-hmm. different addictions like I just think it's it runs rampant maybe in the entertainment industry yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody's so, got something maybe yeah and like 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 hard partying is the norm for some people and so it's like well where does it become a problem versus where is it just like oh yeah that person is like rich and right. wild um but I remember um hearing like an interview with um, AJ from the Backstreet Boys and he said mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he says that Kevin saved his life because he was like Aww. I was he was I think it was um, mostly alcohol I can't remember if it was other drugs as well I feel like at first it was just alcohol and then it started mm-hmm. to become harder drugs and he not that alcohol Ugh. can't do its damage in itself you know but like that he started like adding to it and so I think he said that Kevin came in because he would just like miss practice miss thing you know like he was basically like it was impairing his work and um I think it was like some show in Europe I don't know I feel like when I listen back to this stuff my facts are always wrong so don't quote any of this but it was like some show <laughs> in Europe and um he just didn't show up and Kevin like mm. basically kicked the door like kicked the door down to his hotel room and came in and was like you're ruining this for all of us like yeah you're you're being selfish and irresponsible you're ruining this for all of us you need to get help and like yeah. was, so was like firm but was still like you know we love you and we want you to be part of this with yeah. us and um I don't think he like tur- like went and checked himself into rehab right that day you know but I think he like like kind of realized and like had like a gradual progression of kind of hitting rock bottom but realizing that like and he credits Kevin so all those facts could all all of the details could be wrong but just (laughs) it was really Howie and Nick but you know it was actually in sync (laughs) (laughs) but something like that anyway so it is nice to it is nice to try to show that you care I do think that a lot of it is how you deliver it and what state of mind the person is in to receive it yeah you know so you know that's an interesting I don't know if that's actually what Kevin said or what you made up what he said but like you're ruining this for all of us I think not that I have a drug problem but if I I think if I did have something like that um I think that the idea because I think when you're in that place you don't care enough about yourself to get help right so knowing that it was in affecting the other, people other people, yeah, might actually turn it around for somebody. I also that's think that's very much your Enneagram two coming out. Yes, my wing. Where, oh yeah, total. Oh, is that your wing? Yeah. What's your main one? I'm a one with a two wing. Oh, okay. I thought you were a two, but yeah, like, I originally thought I was a two, but I'm definitely not a two. Yeah. Okay. Well, I could see that two part of you coming out and it being like because mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to letting other people down or hurting other people so some people might not care as much but yeah yeah anyway if you need advice about how to confront your loved ones (laughs) about their drug problems you are welcome obviously ask ashley yes we are not licensed psychologists but you're welcome to slide into our dms we'll do our best to help you but ashley does have a degree in something i have a helpful yeah well i've got a bachelor's in psychology but No better than mine license. What uh, your bachelor's better than in mine. communications? Yeah, <laughs> hey, you can teach people how to talk well. <laughs> that will get you nothing. I say um, stuff pretty. 
I say things pretty. I'll tell you the content and Renee can help you zhuzh it and spin it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I wrote. How would you spell zhuzh, by the way? Oh, you're not asking me, right? I am asking you. Girl, you Who know, I don't asking? know. I don't know the the listeners. Because, okay, Renee and I have been trying to figure out how to <laughs> spell out the word yuge. Like, you know, Uge. oh, the usual, <laughs> the yuge. Um, zhuzh, I think I'd go Z H U. But then we have the same problem where if you do S-H, it's mm-hmm. zush. But if it's like zhuzh, Z-H-U-Z, sorry, Z-H-U-S-Z-H. It's so long. How would you spell zhuzh? I typed it out the other day, not really thinking too much about it. And what came naturally was Z-U-S-H. That's zush. I don't think that's right either. Well, I know. And then someone, it was in Slack, and somebody used, made a, they went into Giphy and sent, typed it out. And it was someone doing something that had the word rush in the background. And like a swoosh with their arm is like the motion that was being made. I don't know. And everyone's like, what is that? I'm like, zhuzh, if you need to zhuzh it. And they're like, oh. (laughs) I think it needs to be a Z-H. Like Zsa Zsa. Check word. Zsa Zsa Gabor, Z H A Z S A. Oh, is it Z S? I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I maybe, only know that because my friend's cat's name is Zsa Zsa. So maybe Z S U Z Z H S Z H. Yeah, Girl. I like that. I don't even did remember we do what it? we just said. I don't know. I'll have to listen back. Oh, so many letters. Okay, we'll write it down at some point. Somebody help us with Yuge. Um, Somebody help us with Zsh. Clearly, a very yeah, important Yuge, words. We've gotten like. 10,000 U-S-U-10 J's. I think it's like why – didn't we say it was going to be like Y-O-O? You. You. Because if it's you. just – If it's just a U, Soldier people might think em. it's uh. So you have to go with like Y-O-O. This is the phonetic spelling. English follows no rules. We know that one. So mm. anyway. Uh, we right, – If you Soldier can help Boy, us, help us. We should get back. <laughs> okay, Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> Soldier Boy, tell him. Uh, I sang Matt Kiss Me Through the Phone the other day, and he looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, you, that, yeah, I would too. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> anyway, Chandler is hypnotized. So anyway, Rachel gives Chandler <laughs> <laughs> this tape from a woman at work. Ross is skeptical as per usual. <laughs> nice one. Nice. And, uh... Chandler listens to it and he's like, oh, yeah, I think it's kind of working. I haven't smoked at all today. And then he's like putting on the chapstick, which I have never put on chapstick like this. No, neither. I That's not feminine. That's just weird. But I get the point. And he tells Rachel, yeah. You're, oh, my God, that blouse is stunning. That is a stunning blouse. And I do really like Rachel's outfit. It's like a little, yes. it's like a long sleeve floral top with like a little maroon corduroy dress over it mm-hmm. it's very cute it is cute um what else does he do oh he does the like really girly overhand key toss oh yeah oh yeah i forgot about that that was cut out Here of my go. episodes <laughs> and he like flings his wrist <laughs> poor chandler oh it does make it worse i think that he is so tiny He's so skinny, like a skinny little arms and face and yeah. neck. Um, and then he comes out of the bathroom with like a yeah. towel girl style wrapped around his body 
up under his and armpits head. and on his hair. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> and I love that they don't say anything about it. He just like walks yeah, by. Yeah, just walks by and everyone just <laughs> stares like, huh? Uh, and that's pretty much it. Other than at the end, Joey tries to use the hypnosis for oh his own gosh. personal gain. So funny. Yeah. Hundreds of dollars worth of pants. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, Joey. Joe. One track mind. Maybe two track. He's so funny. He's so funny. Um, then we've got the lovebirds, Frank and Alice. Oh, I was going to say which ones. I'm going with the first, the okay. first ones. Okay, okay. And by first, I mean with the largest, you mean age youngest, gap. yeah, <laughs> youngest born, and oldest, born first, and also born first last. and last. <laughs> um, I actually love this plot line. Same. I think it's so random and oh, quirky, and, and both funny. of those characters, Alice and Frank, just play it perfectly they they just like i know kudos to them because they do such a good job of those characters i know they're so funny um and i love when they just like well i don't love it but i think it's hilarious that they all of a sudden just start making out all the time so funny like over nothing (laughs) so um everyone's aware but um he's like frank jr comes in and is like oh my mom kicked me out of the house um, she thinks I'm too young to get married. Oh, yeah, I'm getting married. You want to meet her? Oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> and he, like, brings her in, and it's Mrs. Knight, who he's like, she was my home ec <laughs> teacher. And so uh, I was thinking, <laughs> this reminds me, uh, is now a good time to talk about our high school teachers who dated their students? I think so. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, I think I blocked that out. Maybe you were hypnotized. <laughs> I don't think you can hypnotize Into that Into dating of one of your teachers. Um, no, it wasn't Renee. <laughs> Do you remember? Wait. Uh, did we have a friend who dated a teacher? All I can remember is our teacher who was married to one of his former students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I was thinking. Oh, okay. So we had a history teacher our senior year. Yeah. Of high school, um, mm-hmm. and he was probably mid forties. He was probably actually forty four. Which, no offense to this actress, but I do not think she's actually forty four. She looks like she's in her fifties. Uh, Alice. Yeah. Yeah, but I also feel like people looked more aged earlier in the nineties because they weren't doing fashion. Botox and stuff. No, I don't even think it's that. I think just in general, like. A lot of the, if you weren't dressing like super, super trendy, the general trends were much frumpier. That's true. Like even a lot of the like dresses and stuff that Phoebe wears, like yeah, like the one we're talking about that make her look made her look like our uh, like sixth a, grade language arts teacher. Yeah, uh, like a kindergarten teacher. You know, it's just kind of like it lends to like an older look without really, and even like the hairstyles and stuff. So unless you were wearing like really 90s, like super trendy stuff, I feel like it was kind of dumpy and it made people look older. Yeah, okay. I could see that. But. um, Yeah. But so, um, yeah, so but our yeah, high school. She does look older. Our high school coach, well, he was also a coach, um, but he was our history teacher. He was mid 40s probably. And his wife was like 30, which isn't like the world's biggest age gap. 
until you find out. And this was a rumor, so I can't confirm that this was true. But she apparently had been one of his students and he like was married. And then the like the day she graduated type thing, like they started, they like came public with their relationship or something. Don't know, man. Not interested. There was, and he and Ashley are very happy together. Oh, (laughs) he was creepy. He was the one that like nobody wanted to be alone in his class. Like, I guess this is one of those things where I don't think people realize that you're like, oh yeah, there's just that creepy teacher. But like, that's terrible. Like high school. So I know if I needed to go so easily. Yeah. Well, so did the administration of our high school, and so did you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the adults that Mm should have been protecting us. It was like, oh, I have to go pick up my assignment from coach's class. You come with me. I don't want to go be in their room up with him alone. Yeah. Do you remember? Well, okay. So one time um, we had Ashley and I had this class together. So obviously there's safety in numbers. And we we goofed off a lot in this class. A lot. We yeah. sat in the back. We were always like pulling pranks with our friend Billy and like daring people to say stupid stuff. I don't really know how we got away with it all. But one time we were watching a movie in that class and Ashley, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if we've talked about this enough, but Ashley has this gift for sleeping. Like in high school, she slept so, so, so much. She could nap anywhere. I think you're still pretty good at that. Yeah. But in high school and college, I mean, it was unparalleled. So she falls asleep on her desk, like arm in like a triangle with her head, you know, the typical, like you're sitting at your desk, the typical laying at your head down. Yeah. And she falls asleep and during the movie. And then when the lights came back on, I think I tried to casually wake you up and coach noticed she was sleeping. And rather than tapping her on the shoulder or like tapping her desk or I don't know, saying her name really loud, he comes around and like hugs on top of her sleeping head and arms. So like hugs me like, awake. And like I feel like rubbed your arm or something. Time to get up. And I was like, but no, no, step away. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. I only remember that so because uncomfortable. I feel like you bring it up all the time. Oh my gosh. Well, luckily you blocked it out. The yes. hypnosis has worked. The hypnosis has worked. I'm a strong, <laughs> confident woman. Um, he, was, But you know what I mean? Like the kind of stuff that's just not appropriate for a 50-year-old man to be doing to an 18-year-old girl. But not inappropriate enough to report and for the school to actually right. take seriously. Well, maybe in 2004. Maybe it's a in, new world. Maybe in, yeah, maybe. Hopefully today's teenagers don't have to be subjected to that and think that it's normal. I hope not. I kind of feel like the administrations of America have not, like, have not wildly. Gotten there yet. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully. Um, um, but do you remember there was also that um, PE coach who we never had because we didn't have to take PE in high school. But um, there was that, like, he was really, he was, like, pretty young and he was hot and he was really short. No. Okay. He was only there for a couple years, I think. Like, I think he joined when we were juniors or something like that. And I can't remember his name at all. I bet you Elizabeth would know. Um, but he was like this young, hot, short dude. And I'm pretty sure he was having relationships with students. Mm. Pretty sure. I guess that's how rumors get started. So we'll just leave that one. Leave it yeah. alone. 
And none of our friends dated any of our teachers that I know of. No, not that I know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think we had any teachers worth dating. (laughs) True. No offense, guys. But, oh, I did put you in a relationship with our uh, math teacher in college. That was years after. Yeah. So in college, when Facebook came out, Renee made a fake Facebook profile for our high school math teacher. Who was kind of like Ben Stein, if you know, like that personality, like monotonous and dry. And then said that I was in a relationship with him. This is back when Renee and I used to prank each other all the time. And I changed her password so she couldn't be in a relationship with him. (laughs) My my, my UF Facebook account might still be in a relationship with him. So who knows? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we've got Frank and Alice. And Phoebe is not happy that they're together. Um, At first I was kind of like, oh, Phoebe, get over it. But then I was like... 18 and 44 like yeah uh, yeah I'd I'd have and especially if it was my brother (laughs) yeah well and like that they're just like we want to get married because we want to have kids right away it's like okay there's a lot going on here and she knows that he's not the smartest and he's not like from a stable background or any of that stuff but they really love each other and I love that she's like you guys you you go convince him that this is wrong yeah, and to, to Joey and when they're explaining Ruff. it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, why don't you just like play the field? You're young," and he's like, "Isn't like sex supposed to be better when you're with one person?" And Ross is like, "Yeah, I had that. It was amazing, no, and I wait, lost Joey, it." Joey, Joey goes, "Yeah, in a poem, in a poem." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then part. Ross goes, "No, he's right." So okay, so pause on the Frank story. Did you notice that Ross here says, "I had that," and he goes, "Well, what happened?" And he goes. I ruined it because I slept with somebody else. And then when he starts talking, he goes, I had that and I blew it. And yeah. So I was like, Ross is taking responsibility here. like For once. Well, yeah. So we'll get to that next episode because he yeah. kind of reneges. But like, I was just yeah. like, uh, did everybody hear that? Like, did yeah. we notice? Ross Louder said for the he, people in the back. Yeah. He blew it. And it was because he slept with someone else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We saw, we heard, we heard that, Ross. Yeah. <sighs> I know I'm not going to go on and on about it, but I still really do think that if he just would have admitted what he did was in the wrong, they probably would be made up by now. But instead of trying to be like, well, what you did was wrong too. It's like, right. yeah, I know. I know. I want to talk about it. But you know, I, like when, when you get in a fight and it's kind of like both people are waiting for the other person mm-hmm, to admit mm-hmm. fault first. And they're like, yep. and they're like, well, you hurt me. And it's like, well, it's because you hurt me. And it's like, what you should have said was, I'm sorry that I hurt right. you. Also, yeah. what you said was hurtful to me. Like, it's right. kind of like both sides are like, no, but you, no, but you. Yeah. Oh, anyway, not good. whatever. Anyway, yeah. We're not so, talking about that this time. Yeah. Um, so Frank, I mean, I guess I was going to say like part of me when you're like, oh, they're in love. I'm like, are they or is it just like early infatuation stages of a relationship? I could be. It could be. I don't know. Like, I don't know. But I mean, they last. And, that's true. That's a good point. You know, they make it for the long haul. And, like, and what he's saying kind of is like, actually really wise. He's like. What he's saying is really lovely. And it's. And like he is really young and immature and from like mm-hmm. not the greatest home. But maybe that's why it's good that he's with somebody yeah. who's more mature yeah. and more stable. Yeah. And like and I, it's not him and another 18 year old girl. Yes. And I do think that love and things like this can be really simple. And sometimes we make them really complicated. Um, and I think his love for Alice is really simple and very pure. And yeah, I do think gross, sometimes, but you know, you, you know. 
I do think that sometimes we like we go, well, no, this isn't going to work. And here's why. And it's like, do you remember in college we had a roommate so lovely and she said that her parents like accidentally got pregnant with her when they were 17 and they decided to stay together to get married he went mm-hmm. to college and I think mm-hmm. um, his mom, like they lived in like married student housing and mm-hmm. she's like, I was basically like raised on a college campus, but like it, they stayed together. They supported each other. Yep. And like he went on to have like an incredibly successful career yeah. and they have this like super great, happy family and like adopted some kids and like all this stuff. And I kind of, I, I, I was thinking about that. I think I caught an episode of like Teen Mom or something. And it was um, these two 17 year olds and the girl got pregnant and they were like, we really love each other. We want to try to make this work. I'm going to go to college and she's going to come live with me in my dorm room and da, 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 da. And the parents were like, no, that'll never work. Da, da. Like, no, this is ridiculous. And I was just sitting there and thinking like probably nine times out of 10, it doesn't, but like. It, it worked for our friend. And I was just like, wouldn't you rather them try that? And at least then like, like having the support of their family, knowing mm-hmm. that they've got people to help them through it, encouraging yep. them to go, like they want to go get their education, not just go. And, and he's like, I'll get a job at Subway, you know, to like make money on the side. And like, yeah, it'll be hard. But if they're willing to try, I don't understand. Like, I just kind of felt bad that the parents were like, no, this won't work. Yeah. So well, and now- also... Things that look like they'll work, like two 30-year-olds getting married. Yeah. Also could not work. You exactly. just never know. Everyone exactly. has their own story. Yes, and unless there's totally like right. abuse or like actual things that are like you did not th- think this through. But if people are like, we just want to try to make this work. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is one of those things where it's so easy for us to be like, well, that'll never work. But it's yeah. like maybe it won't because now they don't have any support around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Frank and Alice, they're they're in it for the they're in it to win it. Um, well, sorry, but, go go back to Frank talking to um, Ross and Joey because it's really yeah, funny. It is, and Joey's like, "Well, I never had it. Maybe something's wrong with me." <laughs> and he's like, "No, man, it's out there. You can you can have it. I found it. I've got it. It's and then so he's like, Then you cute. hang on to it. Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. And then I love when they're like talking to Phoebe, and he's like, "What? You're the best man. What about you?" And he's like, "I'm the ring bearer." Oh, I know. He's like, you're supposed to talk him out of it. And now you're his best man. I'm the ring bearer. It's so cute. But like everything Frank says is so true. And I love that like what he says when he's just like, they're like, oh, be wild, be young, like sleep with whoever you want. And he's like, how did that make anything better? Like it didn't make anything better for you. If I found somebody I love, why would I throw that away? And I'm like, yeah, man, you hang on to it. I I feel like nobody's... Well, Phoebe is saying, but I think it's because they're like, let's get married and have children right away. And so it's like, that's the one where I'm kind of like, I mean, if she's 44, then I kind of see the need to have kids right away. But Mm -hmm. um, it's like, that's cool. Like, if you have love, yeah. But like, I don't know. Part of me is like, would anybody be mad if we just like gave ourselves a year to enjoy this before like making it official and deciding it's forever? Like, maybe that's where the good idea didn't come in. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, they're doing it anyway. Yeah. They're doing it anyway. So cute. It is really cute. Oh, and so, but then it gets sad. Oh, yeah. Because Phoebe talks Alice out of it. 
Yeah. And then Frank has the probably the worst day of his whole life. <laughs> Unending pain. Oh, unending pain. <laughs> oh, Poor guy. Frank is so funny. I know. He's so funny. What a hilarious, like, I like person. when he's like, when Phoebe's like, oh, why? Because obviously she knows. And he's like, I don't know. She just said that I was too young, which doesn't make sense because I'm older than when we met. <laughs> I know. He's so simple. I love it. He's so sweet. Or like when when Joey's like, you're 18 and she's 44. When you're 36, she's going to be 88. <laughs> and Frank goes, you don't think I know that? <laughs> I know. I know those two are freaking peas in a pod. Oh, with the logic, cute, so cute. Oh, bless them. Um, but Alice comes back. But she comes back, and they get them back together. No, nonetheless, everybody start happy. making out. Of course they do. Maker outer little maker outers. Yeah, that's happening. That's happening. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it with those guys. Not the last we're gonna hear from Frank and Alice, though. They will Thank goodness. They will resurface a lot. Good. Um, we love them. Good staple. We do. They are a good staple. Um, and then we've got Monica still working at the Moonlight Diner, hating her life. And she's complaining about not having any dates since the glass vase womanizer Julio. Oh, is that what she says? Yeah, I think she's like, the only people I dated this year were Julio and somebody. I can't remember. I feel like she says somebody else. She dated Richard again. Does she not count that? Maybe she does say Richard, but like, obviously that wasn't going to yeah, go anywhere. Like, they have no future. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but she's like complaining about that. And Pete's like, well, I'd love to go on a date with you if you're just handing him out. And yeah. I just, okay. She just, I mean, I guess they're okay. kind of letting us in in the middle of this. Like, she's like, haven't we talked about that? And um, he's like, yeah, but, you know, give it a shot. But, like, clearly he's asked her out before and she said yeah. no. And her excuse is, you just like me because of my fake boobs and my fake wig and whatever and, and I like, and I serve you food and I serve you food and I'm like and he says like well if that's true I'd be dating my aunt whoever but yeah. I'm like why would why would you think that that's why he wanted to go out with you like that doesn't make any sense to me at all but you don't think so like but if he's saying yeah I do want to go out with you and she's like it's not because of all this stuff and he's like no it's not because of all that stuff like if she wanted to go out with him she just would but she's very hesitant to go out with him yeah i was thinking that she must get asked out all the time by just like random guys because it's 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 not the same as being a bartender but it's kind of in the same vein yeah i guess that's true and so i was thinking she probably has all of her locals who just like to flirt and like that she kind of flirts back you know and like yeah i guess that's true serves them food and is i mean I would see that too. Like you just like me because I'm in this role where I'm this like, she's like the pinnacle of a domesticated housewife and obviously like the caricature of it too. But I could kind of see that being like, you don't actually know me. You just like the fact that like, you know, I'm dressed cutesy and I, and I always am like, you know, have a wink and a smile and I'm serving you. Yeah. I guess that's true. I guess he just seems so nice even just in that small interaction. 
that you'd think that she would talk to him enough to see like he is a nice guy. But I think it is just she's not attracted to him. Yeah, I mean, that that comes out. But I I am kind of of wondering, like, there are a lot of people who are like, well, I don't want to date people. Or maybe even after the Julio thing, she's like, I don't want to date guys that I meet at work. Right. Like, I could see that being a thing because then it's, you know, then it could be awkward or whatever. I I could see her not wanting to date somebody from work. Or maybe she just assumes that that's the only reason. And so she's made it like, no, 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 that, you know, that's not going to work out in her mind. Not actually thinking that, like, it could be fine. Not even realizing she's made this assumption right um and as a joke slash leave behind he writes her a what a ten thousand dollar check twenty thousand dollar check twenty thousand dollar check yeah Yeah. and chandler recognizes the name yes he does pete becker pete becker is this pete becker he created Moss 865 or whatever. And I was like, I think they're trying. And he's like, every office in the world uses that operating system or whatever. Rachel's so I think like, they're trying. It. Yeah. They're trying to make it like he's like Bill Gates rich. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's like yeah. next level rich. Um. And yeah. So she gets mad. Because he would you her. get mad? Like, what, what, I don't know. I always felt like that was an overreaction to just, like merge into so his too. office. I kind of think so too because it's very clear that he really wants to go out with her and he is just like trying to get her attention. I do think that was his plan, like for her to come down and be like, what is this about? You know? I think it's just like, I think he's just, I don't know. I guess I think he's just being goofy. Totally. But... Like, I don't think he was trying to buy her. In any way. Um, but I have I have had a really arrogant guy make a comment before, but it was like pretty sleazy. It was like I was um, I was working in this volunteer role and it was we were doing like some fundraiser stuff. And it was like there was this charity night. It was being hosted at a nightclub in L.A. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, there's going to be this good music and all these different DJs. And like, you know, the wristbands at the door are however much money and like the proceeds go to this nonprofit. And so we were there with like a booth on behalf of the nonprofit to like sell T-shirts and talk more about it and like, you know, answer questions. And I was there and this one guy came up and like made a very like sleazy comment about like paying money for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like at the time I was just kind of like oh uh like I'd never had that happen to me before and I was like well you could donate it to the charity and then after I was like oh my gosh like I cannot believe that guy just said that like clearly he thinks yeah. like to say that to a woman and he wasn't like super wasted and he wasn't joking either mm-hmm. I think it was like I'm kidding if you're kidding you know type right. thing but like I think it was one of those things where it showed that like he saw women as like basically like a product he could purchase for his own Ugh. benefits. And I I kind of, yeah, it was really sleazy. Looking back, I'm like, that's not cool. And who knows what else like this guy's doing. But yeah. I wonder if that's kind of what Monica's thinking Pete is like, is like this arrogant, entitled dude who's like, women are mine to, you know, because I'm, because I'm actually like this rich tech millionaire, women are mine to, like a product of mine to purchase for my own you know, like entertainment. Yeah. So maybe she thinks he's like a sleaze ball, and that's why she comes down and confronts him. Maybe, but I kind of feel like they have a very like lighthearted, chatty relationship already. Like this is not his first day in the diner. No, it's not. Um, 
But who so, knows what kind of comments he makes? Like, we don't know. Yeah. But I kind of feel like if... um. If the, I'm not saying he's a sleazeball. I'm just saying he might be coming off kind of cocky. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because he does he does kind of come off pretty confident. And so, yeah. I don't know. You've met tech bros. She's met some other Wall Street <laughs> finance bros. Like, yeah. Anyway, I was just trying to think about it because I was like, there's probably a time or like a, a place where I would be upset by this too. But knowing what we see of Pete, it does just seem like he's just trying to get her attention. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, And I think if she was actually pissed off, she just probably wouldn't have gone down there because I wouldn't have wanted to be alone with him. You know what I mean? In his his office? No, I would have just been like, the next time he comes in, I'm going to be like, I'm not serving that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, ask her Lucille Ball friend. Be like, you serve him. I've had enough. Yeah. Um, So... Yeah, so um, he's when just she like, does just, go down go to the office, yeah. Um, how ancient is that video conferencing technology? I was I know. cracking up. I was like, "Oh my gosh, the late nineties! Wow, well, have we I come actually far. don't even think it was video conferencing. I bet they just were playing videotapes. Oh, in yeah, I mean that's probably <laughs> yeah. what it was like in in production but I mean it was supposed to look like it was supposed to mirror like video conferencing technology I know which I don't really separate TVs in the wall I know (laughs) it's crazy because we've never had to work in an office like that like technology has been pretty uh oh you mean okay sorry I was like I started out as a tech consultant but yeah 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 no since I've been in we at least had like Skype yeah that's true since we've been in an office my first job my first job was rolling out the upgrade for like Microsoft's video, um, like video conferencing software, because before it was just IMs, mm-hmm. and so then it was like it was IM and phone, and then we were adding actually no 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 it was phone it was IM and phone and pr- no it was IM we were adding phone and video I'm sorry seventeen. Okay, you no, did that I before mean, and you're like, 16. I think we were juniors. No, we were seniors. No, we were. And I was like, this does not matter. But anyway, so it, it was it was not primitive. It was certainly not this. So I think the whole point is that like what Pete's got is like the flashiest setup for the 90s. But yes. Yeah. Well, that's all. That's all. Um, obviously, Moss 865 is treating him well. It's 365. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Um, And he's like, I'm just asking for one date. Just dinner. And then they fly and to you Italy. you don't like it? <laughs> oh, is that that episode? Yeah, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Sorry. You're right. I forgot to write it down. Yes, they do. He's like, let's just go get some pizza. Oh, that's right. Let's go get some pizza. If you don't like it, we'll never go out again. Yeah. And And, that must have been like an eight-hour flight, right, from New York to Italy? I mean, at least five or six. Well, I thought it was six from New York to London. It is. So it's probably eight to Italy because Italy's pretty far away. Maybe private jets can go faster. I don't know. I've never been in one, so (laughs) couldn't tell you. Me either. Won't want. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they fly to Italy and... Monica's like, 
let me get the tip. You paid for the flight. Like, but she's obviously having a good time. She is. They're laughing and they're enjoying each other's company in Italy. But I also was thinking, I wonder what time they left because I'd be really hungry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they left at like 6 p.m. and it's an eight-hour flight. Also, it would be like three in the morning the in Italy. The next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it I doesn't add TV up, but that's okay. And they could do whatever they want. Um, but yeah, so she's into him, but she doesn't think he's attractive. Yeah. So she just like, yeah, that's rough. It is. But we've said this before, like... I think you can be not very physically attracted to someone and that can come later because of who they are. Like that can make It can, but both of us are in long-term relationships where we were immediately physically attracted to the other person. Touche. And all of the relationships I've been in where I wasn't physically attracted and then it grew – I broke up with those people. So. Oh, you're, oh, you're <laughs> so, not you're not still with them too. I am surprisingly not also still with them. So I like I I totally agree that um, attraction can grow. You know what? I, we've got friends who attraction grew later, and they seem to be in happy families. I was just thinking like I've always said like oh no, it, well for women at least you don't have to be attracted physically at first. That can grow. But then I was like, but I'm not really. I haven't proven that that's yeah. long lasting, right? Or, or do those people end up just becoming friends? You know? Yeah. But I also would say that you became mostly unattracted to all the people you broke up with because of the people they were becoming. Because their personalities. That's yeah. True. Like you weren't breaking up with them because they were ugly to you. They were ugly on the inside to you. <laughs> they were. Yeah, that's harsh. But it's true. Yeah, the, our personalities just like, grew apart. Yeah. Or not compatible. Yeah, um, that's true. So, I don't so know. So we'll see. So yeah, to we'll be see continued with those two. two. Um. But yeah, so that's pretty much what we've got going on. We got Monica Dayton again. We got Frank and Alice doing it everywhere. Um, Yay. Yay, question mark. Chandler uh, quitting smoking. Chandler has quit smoking. He does not smoke again for a very long time. Yes. Finally. He still owes Phoebe that money for sure, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, But we'll chase him up later. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. So that has been... Season 3, Episode 18, The Woman with the Hypnosis Tape. Join us next time for Season 3, Episode 19, The One with the Tiny T-Shirt. Oh, I love this one, too. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. So we'll see you guys next time. Okay. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.